And welcome to Up to the Minute. It's Friday, May the 1st. Happy May Day to you. We made it to May so far. Can you believe it's already May? The wonders of technology. We're living in a virtual world and uh, we're on a few moments late this morning because we had to make some technology changes. So we're we're going with the flow and we're glad to be with you live this morning with Up to the Minute. I'm joined by Brittany, Brittany Pacheco, who is in her nerd room at her home. Boy, it's been a crazy morning so far. I hope May's not like the rest of uh, like today, huh, Brittany? Perfect. So if May is anything like what 2020 has been, I don't really have any high expectations, just saying. But we are grateful for everyone who's joining us on Facebook Live right now as we get up to the minute underway. Be sure to like our Facebook page as well as our other social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram. And also head over to our YouTube channel. We do have videos that come at you daily. So be sure you subscribe to our channel and also hit that notification bell. That way you can be the first to find out the latest from HCC. Well, it is a Friday, Brittany, and that means we've got a special couple of special guests. Uh, one of them making his Friday appearance, Michael Garfield, the high-tech Texan. He's got some tips for us, and good morning, Michael. Good morning. It's interesting. I'm going to talk about Zoom gloom, and this is kind of what we experienced not too long ago. Are we having too much video conferencing issues now that we've been quarantined a month and a half? We'll talk about that. Truth. Truth to that statement right there. <laughs> in a few moments. So stick around. Thanks for being here, Michael. But we're going to start with another Michael. Michael Flanagan's joining us, and Michael is a drama instructor with the Center of Excellence for Visual and Performing Arts. Michael, welcome to the show. It's been a rocky start, but we are glad to have you with us on this Friday. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, Michael, you and uh, you're, you've got a very special thing coming up here on our Facebook uh, Live platform, which will be tomorrow, I believe, early evening. And you've been working with Kathy Snyder, also from the Center of Excellence. And uh, you've been talking about, or you guys have something that's going to be new for us. I don't think we've tried this on Facebook Live before, but you guys have been practicing. It's going to be a virtual production, something called Scenes from Screens. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something we haven't tried in this way before. Uh, of course, by necessity, but it's also been kind of interesting and fun. Um, the drama student practicum class students um, were doing a production of Peter and the Starcatcher when we were all allowed to leave our houses and could go places. And uh, that, like everything else, got shut down, um, but they were still enrolled in the class. So one of the requirements for the class uh, is to participate in a live piece of theater. Um, so we decided, like so many people in the theater community have been doing, uh, with doing songs and scenes and, and just from Zoom or WebEx uh, and then live streaming it to YouTube and Facebook, we decided to put together a series of uh, scenes and monologues and songs and design presentations um, and rehearse it via WebEx and Zoom and then perform it live. Well, you know, it's funny how this works because um, a few weeks ago, I got a notification from my, my nephew who lives in Dallas, and he's a high school uh, junior right now, and they're doing a production up there, another uh, Peter Pan production. I think it was something involving Hook, and they were his, his whole class was doing it online. So he asked us, you know, come and join us. So it was a Keller High School. I'll give him a plug. They did the whole production online with these teenage students, and it was incredible. I watched it with my wife. We got a chance to see it because I never had a chance see his productions because I live here in Houston. He's up there in the Dallas area. And then I returned to work that Monday 
And one of our team members said, hey, our drama department wants to do this. And I'm like, you know what? I just saw it over the weekend. That has to be a sign. And uh, so we were all on board and very excited when we heard about that. But you're seeing a lot more of these pop up on Facebook and they're fascinating to watch. Yeah, it's it's been really fun to do. And I mean, if you think about it, and I had this conversation with somebody at the company that holds the rights to Peter and the Starcatcher. Um, every high school musical and play and grade school and college production um, around the world got shut down if it wasn't done before we were all told stay home. Um, and that's a whole lot of theater, including professional theater in Houston, regional theater, Broadway and London, that has now had to get innovative and find ways to still tell stories online, um, to still find a way to do theater and present it to people. Um, and one of the, the good things uh, that this quarantine has shown is that people still love storytelling and they love being able to sign in and tune in and watch stories be told. They sure do. And, and tell us a bit about this production itself, because you guys are, are you doing the full production? Is it going to be monologues? Are you going to have musicals? What can they expect? It's a class presentation. It's the drama practicum class presentation. So the students all kind of picked what they wanted to do. Um, and some wanted to do monologues uh, from standalone monologues from some plays. Some wanted to do um, a scene from Peter and the Starcatcher that is now uh, indefinitely postponed. Um, we have one student who's singing a couple of songs, one of which she wrote. Um, and then a couple students wanted to do design presentations and Kathy Snyder, among other things, is a professional costume designer. So they've elected to work with her and um, present their ideas for various costume designs as part of this. So it's uh, several branches of theater that we're kind of putting together in an evening of scenes, monologues and songs and those designers. Well, you know, um, I had a, when I was in high school, um, I was in the drama department and we, we worked on plays. In fact, um, you're familiar with John Corley, yeah. who used to work uh, for HCC, passed away a few years ago. He actually came to my high school back when I was in high school and was a guest director of one of our plays when we did Camelot. But one of the things I remember the most and what I really enjoyed were the rehearsals. You'd stay there till 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock at night when you're high school. That's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of work and a lot of camaraderie. How are you guys doing that now with rehearsals for this project, being that it's online? Well, we've got uh, a couple of formats. One of them is one-on-one -on -one via WebEx. Kathy will meet with her design students and kind of just like we are now, have conversations uh, via WebEx or Zoom. I've met with a lot of the, the students doing monologues and songs and some of the scenes um, and kind of direct via this. It, it looks very much like this, like so many things do now if we talk to anyone outside of our homes. And it's, it's just kind of the same thing. Um, with a, a little peppering of directing for film and TV, because it's, you know, squared off, chest up, uh, directing that right. way. Um, but in many ways, it's the same. You know, it's a lot of teaching and directing at the same time and learning how to do a monologue and how to make it interesting and connect to someone, um, which is really challenging when you're used to acting with somebody in the same room and now you're looking at their face and the little camera at the top. Um, but the really fun thing was when we all got together in kind of a big WebEx meeting and ran the show last week, and we're doing it again this afternoon, kind of a, a test run of the show. And it really does feel like, uh, you know, those late nights where you're hanging out with everybody and just running yeah. through it. Um, it just looks a little bit more like the Brady Bunch than 
a rehearsal room. I, it's going to be pretty cool. Looking forward to seeing that tomorrow. Now, once again, the time and where can people go to watch this? It's on the HCC Facebook uh, page, and it'll be Saturday at 5 o'clock. It'll be broadcast live streamed uh, right to that page. And you guys are also working with the foundation to help with the emergency fund uh, for students. And maybe you could tell us a bit about that aspect, because as people are watching, you're also hoping to raise some donations. Absolutely. As much as um, we were all disappointed at not getting to do the live and in-person performance we wanted to, so many people have been affected in uh, far more serious ways by all this. And the HCC Foundation has a great fund to kind of help students, HCC students, um, in whatever way they need. So one of the things we're going to do as this is live streamed on the bottom of the screen the entire time, you'll be able to do that thing where you point down and say, you know, go to this URL, click this link, um, and donate whatever you can. And I'm, I'm sure that as people are watching, they'll have a constant reminder. I'm going to throw out a few reminders, um, and we're hoping to raise a little bit of money for, for that great, great cause. It kind of brings you back to those days of theater where um, every now and then they have uh, pay what you want or pay, pay, what, pay as you can for the performance where you go in and you, you give them 10, 20 bucks or whatever for the performance. But this time it's, it's going directly to our students who, who are, are in need at this time. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, a free evening of classroom presentation theater. Um, so yeah, if you like what you see, throw a little bit more in there. And if you don't like what you see, throw even more in there. Exactly, exactly. Michael Flanagan, I'm glad to hear the students are able to continue with their studies and their performances. And it was great. I know we have a number of our team members that are working with you guys uh, to present this tomorrow on Facebook Live. And we're glad to, to be helping you out. And I'd like to see more of these as we move forward, you know, especially if we're locked down for a few more months. Feel free to, to jump in anytime and we'll be, we'll be more than happy to support you guys. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm sure there'll be more, and I'll definitely let you know. Thanks, Michael Flanagan with the HCC Drama Department. Once again, tomorrow, tune into our Facebook Live page for the district. Check the performance scenes from the screen. Thanks again, Michael. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. And we're now joined by another Michael, and this is uh, the high-tech Texan, Mr. Michael Garfield. He is joining us today, and you know, before we went on the air, Michael, we, we had a few technical glitches, and because of these online meetings we were having, we had to switch gears at the last minute, but there's a term for that, I guess, Zoom gloom. What is that all about? You, you know, if you think about it, Todd, this is a month and a half right now. This is how we've been meeting. You know, we're used to the face-to-face -face meetings, the back slapping, the hand shaking, but no more, man. This is could be what's the new normal, and if you think about it, I'm not sure how much longer that I know personally me, I can stare into a camera and pretend not to be multitasking with something else that's going on because we're all doing it. And I read several articles this week. It's called, and they're calling it Zoom gloom or Zoom fatigue. And I'm not trying to single out Zoom. Listen, I mean, there are so many others that I'm going to go through here in a few minutes, right. but it's, it's the video chatting services and it's really easy to understand why. And if you think about it, video it's a very high focus activity as opposed to audio see audio is very low focus because with audio you can drive you can exercise you can read you can do so many things you can mute your microphone you can have another conversation with audio um when you're video though this is all you can do it's like being on a one-to-one -one meeting 
but only worse because you never know when your boss or your client or other person to whom you should know or respect is looking directly at you. It's very tough. Yeah, and then you've also got the things in the background, you know, people walking behind you every now and then the dog shows up for a, a cameo, you know, but there's a lot of uh, distractions as well. And now I know why people will just turn off their video and put their name up there, turn off their audio, and then they can walk around and do whatever. I guess that's one way of coping with this where you're not on video all the time. Yeah, it's it's etiquette, really. And and there needs to be some rules about video chatting etiquette. And you know what? If it's up to me. Actually, I may put out a book or something. It's But it's time to evolve. You know, my suggestions, shorter durations. I mean, better agendas. Keep it tighter. Signals sometimes that it's okay to turn off your camera. Maybe some appropriate ways to mute your mic, really without insulting your host or potentially even getting fired for your boss. But I think we need this for work and for life. Yeah, because there's got to be a balance. Um, we've seen to be a lot of folks are spending a lot of time in front of these screens in, in their face. And it's, it's like a 24-7 thing. Because like you said at the beginning, we don't have those face-to-face -face meetings anymore. This is reality for us. And it could be that way for a few months, maybe longer. Who knows? Yeah, we don't, we don't know. And, and then it gets confusing. You know, I, I bet most people never heard of the word Zoom in terms of this issue yeah. about three or four months ago. Zoom right. itself has been around for several months, but Zoom has been the de facto go-to during the coronavirus uh, issue. But there's so many others, and they're all different. I want you to think about this, because I'm on Zoom, and I'm on WebEx, and I'm on Slack, and there's BlueJeans, and there's Skype or Microsoft yeah. Teams. But that's for the business stuff. Now, for personal... I do Facebook Messenger, video messenger, and I have WhatsApp also. Then yeah. if you have an iPhone, you have FaceTime with your family members. In each use case, there's native things that you need to know that really seem to dictate what is and maybe what is not acceptable for behavior. So you really need to understand who your audience is, but also which software app you're using. Yeah, you mentioned a few apps. Or, yeah, I know Zoom seems to be the preferred in some ways. We use WebEx at the college. But what are some of the other ones that you're seeing emerging right now that may be free or just a small cost to join up? Well, I, yeah, I think we all know iPhone. Everybody has FaceTime. WhatsApp, which is you know certainly owned by Facebook. And then there's Google. Just, just a few days ago, there was something called Google Meet. Google Meet's not that new, but it was only for the high-end corporate client for Google. But two days ago, they opened it up for free to everybody. Now, I want you to think about this. This is smart. I think Google and Microsoft and, and so many of these international companies, they're realizing that this could be the new normal. They need to start very quickly getting into the business of offering a very simple, easy way to video conference to compete with the Zooms. And this has long been Facebook's way, way of operating. They would find another company who does it well. They would come in and either A, copy it, or B, they would buy the company. And so if you think about this, Google, as I said, I mean, it's one of the world's largest companies. They're quickly getting into it by offering the Google Meet. Um, there's Facebook. Facebook is just launching Messenger Rooms. Now, this is different. These are private rooms, kind of like we're in right now with all three or four of us. Facebook is getting into it. And right. they call Blue Jeans. BlueJeans has been around, very business applications, video conference, but just recently Verizon bought them. Verizon's getting into a business. And so if you look at this, this is a business opportunity, you know now that there's so many people. This could be the new norm because everybody wants in the game. Well, I imagine you're going to see st some stand out. I know when uh, social media started, you had uh, MySpace. You remember that? You had uh, Facebook. <laughs> and uh, Google Plus, remember that? So I guess uh, nowadays we've got Zoom, we've got WebEx, and you may have all these others on the peripheral. And I imagine a couple of years from now, they're just going to go kaput as well. A few of them will. 
I, I think there's going to be there's got to be some hashing out there. I'm not going to say there's going to be one standard because, you know, hey, I still have Facebook. and I still have Twitter, but there's going to be two or three that stand out. But at the end of the day, Todd, listen, I like video chat, but I think I'm going to get a sunburn from the video lighting. I'm going to gain 20 pounds from sitting in front of this camera all day. And at some point, yeah. you, know, you, can, you can get in a lot of trouble for playing video games and reading news and blog posts while you're supposed to be on a conference right now. And so there's no one way to do it. There's no etiquette. But I think over time, after only a month and a half right now, we're going to see some things come out of this. This is really going to standardize the way we work. I know you've been uh, posting a series of talking about uh, traveling around and eating out and uh, supporting some local businesses on a uh, drive through tour that you've been doing. But there's some big changes today. Rest a number of restaurants are going to be opening up in limited capacity. They say movie theaters are going to open up. Show me one that's open. It's just not happening so far. <laughs> and then the malls are opening up in some businesses. Um, you know, what, what are your personal feelings about that? Are you going to be getting out some? Well, I'm going to talk about this on my radio program tomorrow. Uh, it's just kind of get the pop culture, just the face of really the feel of what's going on. But today is May Day. It is May 1st. Governor Abbott here in Texas, he said, hey, he's going to slowly, in at least two phases, open up a lot of stuff. And I'm telling you, restaurants are starting. They're allowed to, let's put it this way. They're allowed to open up today with a limited capacity, 25% instead of the 100% capacity. And so you've got to make reservations. They're going to have to have disposable, you know, silverware. And instead of the, the big ketchup or uh, the other bottle, they've got to have little packets. There's a, a number of hoops to go through. I have a lot of friends in the restaurant business and they're 50-50 on the fence. I mean, listen, they're very happy that things are slowly getting back to that normal where they can go visit those restaurants. But 25% operating, it's very tough to make money because they're still going to have to turn on every single amount of electricity, all their lights, hire their bus boys, hire their cooks, but only yeah. they're being allowed to have one quarter of every of all their patrons. And so um, I'm really going to wait to see the space too. It's going to be, I think, May 18th in the middle of May when the uh, governor app is going to say, okay, let's slowly open it a little bit more. I just hope people are really, really safe. They're covering their faces. They're washing their yeah. hands just to do it so it, it, we can get back to really normal life. I'm interested to see how things are going to go this weekend. We called one of our favorite restaurants uh, yesterday to see if they were going to be open. And I talked to the owner and they flat out told us, look, we'd like to, but we have a smaller place. We can't fit. If we put 25% people in here, that's going to leave us with nothing. And he said, quite honestly, my guys are earning a lot more on unemployment right now than coming into the restaurant. So I don't know where to go with this. And I think as we see businesses opening up, it's not just going to be tough to get the crowds in there, but it's going to be tough to get the employees back because a lot of people just don't feel safe going back to work and you've got to understand their feelings. Yeah, yeah. You listen, you're a music fan like I am. So let's go back to the other song. Wise man say only fools rush in. I'm not really yeah. rushing myself. I'm really going to wait and see certainly this weekend and this week. You mentioned movie theaters. It's tough to find one open, but you have to think. There's no movies being released right now because yeah, they're, they're, they're holding yeah. them off. Yeah, to the masses too. So it's a chicken and egg theory that we're dealing with, a, in this case, a very big industry of the multi-billion dollar movie industry. They know that people aren't rushing into theaters, so they're not releasing them. And so it, it's yeah. a balancing act we're going to be playing for a few months. And I think the big thing that they're going to find is getting these employees back in those businesses because, unfortunately, they couldn't afford to furlough people. They had to let people go in a lot of these businesses. Now they're going to have to rehire them before they can get fully operational or even partly operational. So, Michael Garfield, it looks like a lot to uh, discuss on your show tomorrow, a lot going on. We have a special guest on there tomorrow as well. And tell us uh, what time you're on and uh, where folks can go to find you. Hey, listen, if you're not at a restaurant or movie theater, tune in tomorrow. It's Saturday. It's 11 o'clock Central Time. 
20 years I've been doing it. It's on 9.50 a.m. radio, uh, or you can download the iHeartRadio app. It's called the High Tech Texan Show. It's two hours of, you know, it's live. I take your questions and call-ins. We're going to talk about things like Zoom, Google, and whatever, but also take a live phone calls. I'm really interested to, to check the pulse of the, of the city uh, and the state to see who went to restaurants, who's not going to restaurants, but I also look forward to uh, chatting with some of your HCC folks, a great partner, and I do appreciate that partnership with HCC. Well, Michael, we appreciate you being here, and uh, thanks for joining us this morning. We'll see you again next week and uh, on the air tomorrow. You got it. Thank you. And we're now joined by Brittany Pacheco, and Brittany is at home. Brittany, we asked you this yesterday, but I'm going to cover it again. Are you going to even try to get out this weekend to go get a bite to eat or maybe uh, uh, go to a, a store or anything like that? You know, so periodically, just to get out of the house, I have gone out just to go on a just for a drive, even if it's to pick up curbside. Uh, I'm gonna tread lightly uh, when it comes to Texas opening back up in the in this phase right now, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how we get there. Um, I know today I'm gonna go out for a walk uh, with some family members just to you know get out, get a little bit of exercise, that vitamin D, it's very important to get that vitamin D. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm going to try to get out some this weekend. I've got reservations to get a bite to eat tonight, so we'll see how that goes. And then I've got uh, some errands to run, which may involve going to a mall. And I've got to say, went to the mall before the shutdown. It was weird. There was no one there in the mall. Very few people. So I'm interested to see how this weekend will go if people are going. I'll tell you, if I drive to the mall and it's full, not going. But if we drive there and there's hardly anybody there, I I might venture inside and just – get a glimpse. So I, if I do, I'm going to take a few pictures of the mall and the restaurant and uh, we'll post them next week to kind of give you a glimpse of what it looked like over the weekend. I think it's going to be either very, very busy where I won't want to go or it's going to be like it was the week before the shutdown. So one way or another, but we'll find out. So social media, we've got any uh, concerns or questions we're getting today that you're seeing? Yeah, Todd, we uh, are getting questions about some of our programs. We had one student who was asking about our digital communication program, which, you know, I'm a big fan of because as a Digicom alumna, I uh, support anyone who wants to go into that field. It's a great field to get into. Uh, We offer a great uh, course listing, and we have some amazing teachers who have worked not only in the industry, uh, but have done some really incredible of freelance work and what have you. So they have a lot of insight to offer students. So if anyone is interested in checking out our programs, I know this is not a URL we usually throw out there, but I'm gonna go ahead and throw it. If you'd like to check out what we offer here at HCC, go to hccs.edu slash programs to see our A through Z catalog. Now, once again, summer registration underway, and we've also got fall registration starting on Monday, and you can visit one one uh, website for both uh, semesters and where can they go to register? Really simple and really easy for summer and fall registration, which again begins on May 4th, go to hccs.edu slash now. Virtual graduation happening May the 22nd that we've got a very special program we're going to be presenting for you and students if you're wanting to graduate or looking to graduate this semester, please do take part in the virtual graduation. That is happening May 22nd. All information can be found at hccs.edu graduation. 
And Brittany, we're also keeping in mind that many students may want to walk in the graduation ceremony like you yourself did a few years back, and they can do that uh, in, the, in the winter as well. Definitely. So right now, students, we obviously know that this is such a milestone. Uh, it come, come from me firsthand. I know just how important this moment is for you. So we do invite all students who are supposed to graduate in spring 2020 to come and actually walk in our fall 2020 commencement ceremonies. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be up and running again. Hopefully we won't have to stay home for the duration of 2020, but let's be optimistic. Let's be optimistic and you all are invited to participate in fall 2020. Invite your friends, family, decorate your cap, um, you know, where, you know, lots of people like to show off their shoes. So that's like a thing. Uh, but this is your moment. You've worked so hard to achieve this milestone and you have every right to walk across that stage and we are here to support you in that endeavor. So if you want to participate in virtual commencement ceremonies that's happening May 22nd, we invite you to do so. Also, you're invited to participate in fall 2020 to walk across that stage. Once again, all information on our graduation ceremony is very easy to find hccs.edu slash graduation. Also, you know, I want to take a moment to promote our students who work for us at HCC TV because those guys those folks are extremely busy right now. They produce a number of pieces which we run in social media, and it gives a different perspective on what's going on. We've had some students talk about going to the grocery store and shop and their personal experience wearing the face mask and having to do that. Some of them, one of our students is asthmatic, and she talked about uh, some of the things she's dealing with right now and the special precautions she has to take. And you know, Brittany, one thing that I've enjoyed Several of our students are international students, and what they've done is they've reached out to their family in their, in their home country, and they're giving interview perspectives as to what's going on. And we've got one of those running, which we just are posting today, from Andre Bibas. And Andreas is uh, one of our part-time students, and also an, a part-time workers, but also an HCC TV student, or HCC TV employee and he uh he's got a, a great perspective so look for those and i don't know if you've had a chance to see him but they really are doing some great stuff they really are todd and i think having that student perspective who they can relate to their peers who whether you're a domestic student or international student you know we're all in this together we are more or less experiencing the same things and to also give that outside view from you know, just other countries in general, uh, how this uh, pandemic is affecting others in other places. So I think it's just good to be informed and to really be empathetic about what's going on and to just, you know, be grateful for the things that you do have, uh, what resources you do have available, because some people are not as fortunate. However, um, it's always a good reminder just to, you know, be kind to one another, be compassionate and to just have some patience when it comes to uh, dealing with, uh, you know, our new normal in this pandemic. And big shout out to our students who are uh, being vulnerable, really. It's it's hard right. to be that vulnerable and uh, just to keep doing what they're doing. And they're great students. And I, I miss seeing them, uh, you know, back at work. And, you know, it's okay. We're going to get through this, everyone. We're going to get yeah. through this. Well, please show your support to our students. and. By watching their videos and sharing it that way we can um you know grow our audience and and share their work 
Two of our international students, uh, Carolina, Linar Carolina Linares and Benjamin Escobar. Carolina's stuck in Indiana. She went there for spring break. She hasn't returned yet. But she's been producing stories from there and also studying online and continuing her classes through uh, our online presentation. And she is uh, going to be featured on an ABC 13 news story tomorrow, along with Richard Gosling, who was instrumental in getting our faculty online and up to speed with online uh, instruction. You can watch their story on ABC 13 tomorrow at 6.30. There's a special presentation they're doing called Community Strong, and we're uh, one of the sponsors of that show. So we encourage you to tune in tomorrow, uh, check out some of our, our, our finest here at HCC, our students and our faculty, and that's at 6.30 as well. Uh, on Monday, Brittany, we've got Dr. Betty Fortune, Executive Director of Success and Completion. She'll be here at uh, on up to the minute, but she's also doing a presentation later in the day with Dr. Kurt Ewing about student-centeredness. So we'll hear more about that uh, on the show on Monday morning at 10 a.m., so we encourage you to join us. Thanks to all of our guests. Michael Garfield, thank you for being here. Michael Flanagan, the two Michaels, thank you all both for joining us. Great to be here. Thank you. And Brittany, thanks again for being here. And have a good weekend. Let me know if you do get out. And I'll bring some pictures of what the mall looks like when I'm uh, back here Monday morning. That sounds good, Todd. And thank you to everyone who joined us on Facebook Live. This video will also be posted on our YouTube channel. So be sure to head over to our channel, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you can be one of the first to find out the latest from HCC. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and to share this video so we can grow our audience. Thanks, Brittany, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Todd Duplantis. You're up to the minute. We'll see you Monday morning at 10.